Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello, everybody. This is A.A. Ron Sutton, your favorite middle-aged white guy who said he was not going to draft Ezekiel Elliott in his fantasy draft. And this weekend, drafted Ezekiel Elliott in his fantasy draft. On this episode of Insider Daily, I'm going to have one of my favorite people in the whole world, Kat Noah from the Finsider. I'm going to pick her brain about what fans should be thinking going into this season right when we come back. Welcome back, everybody. I have Kat Noah from the Finsider. I had the privilege of meeting her in Cincinnati. We might have had a beer or four. I don't remember that well. But it was a good time. Um, so, Kat, thanks for joining me tonight. And I, I do want to say real quick, I want to give a quick shout out uh, to Vera's cat named Kat, who passed away recently. Uh, Kat, I know that you um, had uh, you know a scare recently with Duke. Just want to make sure everything's good with Duke. You and him are good to go for this season. Yes, he is. Um, hey, everyone. Yes, he's fantastic. And I, yeah, I'm overwhelmed with the support that he got within just a few hours. So he is doing much better. I go back in October during our bye week, I think, to get another um, ultrasound. But besides that, he is um, he's doing okay. So it's good. That's great to hear. And for anybody who doesn't think pets are part of the family, you can be like Happy Gilmore's girlfriend and fall off a cliff and die on impact. Let's talk about some Dolphins football. And there was a flurry of stuff going on, Cat. We had TJ McDonald release, Jordan Mills, Clive Walford, uh, Akeem Spence was released, Chase Allen was waived. You know, we've heard the speculation about maybe Kenny Stills getting dealt, Kenyon Drake getting dealt. We I mean, yeah, we're talking Kiko Alonso might not make it. Uh, we've heard Jadavian Clowney and Laramie Tunsil involved in trades. Thank goodness yeah. that is not going to happen. But it does not seem that any players are off the table. So uh, this is going to be a tough first question. But are we going to see a hard reset going into this season? Is this just the tip of the iceberg of what we've seen so far? <sighs> I've been thinking. Yeah, I'm trying to think about that. Um I don't know. I kind of, I'm, if people follow me, I'm that, you know, I'm, you're not going to ask me what is the Dolphins schemes and what's each player and all that stuff, you know, Travis Wingfield, y'all guys, y'all, you know, spend hours studying that. No, I see it as like the fan perspective of let me go through, watch the games, try to see everything I can. And just, I kind of go on emotions, but I, I don't know. There's something different about Flores. I just, he came from the Patriots. He's been there, what, like 14? He's been there a long time. 
Um, very mm-hmm. disciplined. Yeah. I mean, we all, of course, we all hate Patriots, but I mean, come on, their coaching staff's amazing. So I kind of trust them. I just feel like there's something, you know, we said about everyone, but um, I see us getting rid of some players, maybe. Like I can, I didn't really want to get rid of Kiko. I always kind of liked him, but then I don't know if he's really worth it anymore. I could see him being cut. <sighs> I don't know about Kenny Steele's. I don't think it's going to have to do with any of like outside stuff going on, but mm-hmm. almost like what was going on with um, the news and, and stuff. With- and on that front, even Kenny admitted that it's it's more likely a business decision, and more likely he was not his language. I'm using that language, but yeah, for all intents and purposes, Kenny knows that it's very much a business decision. And that's what people have to remember, and that's what I have to remember, because, I mean, I'm passionate about this team, love it, but it it, yeah. it is a business. Um, I, that being said, like, I, And this is speaking from a fan who has her picture inside a Dolphins <laughs> headquarters. <laughs> I had someone message me and go, like, you know, my friend called me the next day. She goes, I had a dream. I had a dream that I was at you and Kiko's wedding. I'm like... I mean, he's attractive, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I can only imagine the emotional conflict you're going through answering this question. I'm a little heated, passionate at times in the field. I am. I'm like, I mean, I don't know. I think we'd work well together, but um, no. I wish <laughs> <it was better. laughs> I like that. I like that little plug there. Right? I wish <laughs> he's on our team. He's a little crazy at times. He's kind of a little nut job on the field, but um. I like them. I just think fans need to realize that if we really want to reset, which we're rebuilding, which I think we will the right way. Of course, the players can't say, I mean, of course, the coaches can't be like, yeah, the goal is to not win many games. And they can't say that. Like Ross Mm -hmm. still has to get fans to come to the game. You still have to get those fans that aren't the devoted fans that stay year round and watch. You have those fickle football fans that you meet that don't really know who the schedule is, who we're playing, but Hey, I'm going to make it to a couple games this year. We still Mm got to track those fans. So we're not going to talk about how we're the team is really trying to re we're re- rebuilding, but they're not going to say, yeah, we're That's not going to yeah. win all these games, but we're going to pretend like we are. So let's hide. Let's get Fitzpatrick. Let's get this other quarterback, but we're going to have to cut some guys. We're going to have to start with a young roster, build them up. I mean, look at the Browns. They're doing better. They had a few really bad years. We're going to have to cut some guys, some veteran players and kind of get some new ones in. So I'm, I don't think we're done cutting guys i just don't think it's going to be ones that it's not going to be tunzel that was ridiculous as yeah. soon as i saw that i laughed rolled my eyes and turned off twitter and <laughs> please I'm, don't be true of that like, you actually believe this like you and then matthew said something i'm like guys this is like clickbait like before people says this is clickbait they're not getting rid of tunzel like that's ridiculous this is not like the jarvis landry situation that was totally different like we were all upset with that this is not that situation so He's staying. We're not getting rid of Xavier Howard, Grant. Like, there's a few key players, but Kiko could be gone. Kenny Stills could be gone. Devontae Parker, I don't know. I feel like they like him. So, at that, I could see Kenny Stills being gone before Devontae Parker, even though most of us as fans are iffy on him. So, yeah. no, I don't think we're done, but Maybe I. Not anything over the top. I don't think it's going to be anything over the top, but. I mean, if we had a different coach, you know, if we still had Gase, then yeah, we could be in for anything. But we have <laughs> Flores, so I don't think we're expecting much. And I think we were people were surprised with some of the cuts, like TJ McDonald and stuff. But 
we have what like Rashad Jones, like there's other players. So I kind of, I'm just trusting that Flores sees certain players that will fit what he's building and that we don't really know all the pieces. So we just kind of have to hope that this is working out for the best. <laughs> That's how yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. And to, to speak to the Laramie Tunsil rumors, you know, obviously I love Matthew with all my heart, uh, but <laughs> the, the, the motivation that you mentioned earlier, and that was, you know, the front office isn't really going to reveal everything they're going to be fully transparent because they need to bring fans in so they don't want to advertise that they are you know shopping Laramie Tunsil around that would be really bad for the Miami Dolphins product so we wouldn't be able to sell as many tickets but in the back of my mind I'm thinking well you know the Patriots although they drafted a couple tackles I haven't really seen them go out and sign any marquee tackles so maybe tackles aren't really that big of a commodity in their scheme but that's that's a whole another ballpark we can talk about that on a different episode now we mentioned earlier that you are holding a dolphin's flag up in a in a huge picture in dolphin's headquarters but you of all people cat you travel better than almost any dolphins fan that i know so I want to kind of switch gears and let's just talk about being a fan for a second. And as someone who lives in Cleveland I and, and grew up in Southeast Ohio, I have been at the mercy of going to the away games that are kind of closest to me. So I've had the benefit of going to a lot of cool places. I've been to Lambo before and that was amazing. But you seem to cover the map way better than I ever have. So I kind of want to pick your brain about some of your favorite places that you've been on the road. So, you know, you can measure that coolest fans or best food or just, you know, the best game that you saw and then switch gears and tell me somewhere that you're not trying to go back to. Okay. Um, Let's say, well, my first, game I think I went to like the away game no well my first really major one um that was fun where I met a bunch of fans I just went by myself uh it was oh geez I got I should have looked at the year but it was when we played um the Saints Monday night football in New Orleans what was that like is that is that when we went into that game uh, two 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 or three and oh it was like we were three and oh I think so we I mean we lost the game and they would our cut yeah, I like could barely even see that game. I my that, that time I didn't know anyone. Me and my dad and brother went. Like they met up with me. I came from Atlanta by myself. They came from Florida. We got like the seats that were at the. I mean, I didn't. Ha- I was like, yeah. After all those drinks at tailgates, I was like, what's going on? And I can't see. Like very tip top. <laughs> um, that was fun. So the game was bad. It's loud. It's hard. I don't know how teams can win there. It is hard. But that city was fantastic. We were there. Whew, if you've never been to NOLA, it's amazing. But you don't need more than three or four days because it's just, it's, it's a lot. So, um, <laughs> yeah, three or four days and then you want to die. Gotcha. So we all met up, tons of us fans from all over, like the Nova, the uh, NorCal from California is a bunch of people. So that's a really cool place. The city loved us. Like, 
locals came up and actually told us how much they loved us because we had the best colors. So like of all the NFL teams, y'all have the best colors. You make our city look amazing. We absolutely love your colors. So I get that every day. <laughs> right. Everyone yeah. seriously comments about how amazing our colors are because we come out full force when we come to away games. They're, we're just all in awkward orange. We have flags flying. It's amazing. I can count on two things at away games. Someone <laughs> mentioning how amazing our colors are and some type of Ray Finkel joke. Yes, and then someone <laughs> some kind of jersey. We had all that stuff. That game was fun. I met, yeah. um, you know, everyone trashes Omar Kelly sometimes or he's negative, but I met him that weekend. I met a few players and the funny story with him, I walked up to him at a bar and he was sitting there with our group and I'm like, you're Omar. And he's like, yeah, I go, I can't stand anything you say online. You're <laughs> like, I literally don't like you, but you know what? You're really nice in person. <laughs> you're like, I appreciate that. I was like, yeah, I don't really like what you say about the Dolphins, but you know what? You're kind of nice. So we end up being friends, but um, hope I remember right. that today. We still talk, but he's a nice guy. Just at that time, I was like, yeah, I don't like you online, but um, that was a fun game. And then the Vikings, if you can ever make it to the Vikings stadium, awesome. I just went last year. I my friend canceled, so I went. Met friends from Canada that came down. Wow, that's time. Cool. I went to the. I went and got a ticket. Sitting with all Vikings fans. We all saw that game. Oh, geez, it was bad. I had fans in the middle of the game. An older lady came down and she goes, "Looks like you need a hug." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, we're just playing that bad." And I'm flying a flag. And then locals are like, "Do you need a beer?" And at one point, I looked down. I must have had six beers in front of me. I'm like, "I don't need any more, y'all." <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome oh we lost but i had the best tailgate tailgated with all the vikings fans afterwards they all showed me around everyone was super nice uber drivers like that city they really are people in minnesota are really friendly um that's a great stadium so saints and jaguars are actually pretty friendly i've been there to two or three games that's a just because they're not good either so <laughs> now you're, you're a you're a southern girl right <laughs> well born in miami moved when i was little to pensacola so i don't it's Pens. i mean is florida really southern or is it like i guess pensacola is but <laughs> i mean i'm from southeast ohio and if i get a few more beers in me before this podcast is over <laughs> i'm gonna be sounding more southern than either one of us but i meant geographic you're geographically you you have yes. more access to like, you know, Carolina, Atlanta, Tennessee, teams like that. Absolutely. So yeah. I've been to all those stadiums. So my goal is to make it to every NFL stadium um, eventually. So I'm trying to go to one this year. But with Duke, it's kind of making it hard. Like I was supposed to go to Dallas. But because with Duke's expenses, I'm like, well, bailing on that one. But instead going to the New York one the the Jets 10 year anniversary because that's fun. Now, that is not a stadium that you really go because it's a fun stadium. I know. So, <laughs> fan club's fun, but that was probably one of the least friendliest stadiums mm -hmm. I've been to because none of the fans, not a single one spoke to us. I think people were rude to me cuz I was that southern girl. It was rainy, snowy, cold and I was in white shorts. <laughs> uh. <laughs> in December but people weren't as friendly so I guess if you go to that game make sure you go with the New York um the uh, the New York Dolphins fan club yeah they just, um, they just don't know you're tenacious 
You you right. wear those freaking shorts up oh, and yeah. like who's this girl in shorts? I'm just get away from me. What you you, you wear really you wear those shorts in Iceland. I wore them at in <laughs> wore them with the snow in Minnesota. Everyone walked around and here I was in my orange shorts and my dog like I yeah, I know I'm like that. I but and I have this whole stockpile closet of winter gear <laughs> too. <That's>, dolphin stuff. <laughs> you just um, love dolphins gear, but don't be dolphins. I know I have a whole closet and I don't even wear most of it, but I just like looking at it. Um, let me think. Those were probably, what are my favorites? Uh, oh, um, the other stadium was not fun. Um, Panthers. The, we yeah. played there was that last year, Monday night football. I went there or year before last I went, the fans were really rude to me in the stadium. I was sitting by myself. They were really rude to me, like getting in my face. Um, yeah, that was it. And then fans, a local fan stole my Dolphins jacket, like my really nice Dolphins jacket that wasn't made. So like that, it was okay. People got mad that I was annoyed with the city itself, but the fan base, like that would be, a, and I, you know, I like Cam Newton, more Eagle, but still yeah. that was not, that's not like the most friendly fan base you would say. Like, so, I don't know why, but they're not the most friendliest. They're Yeah, they're just not that friendly. <laughs> so, so when I go to a game, I kind of, I wouldn't say I yell a lot, but I'm louder than I am normally. And I'm just more enthusiastic than I am. And, you know, I have a desk job, you know, throughout the work week. So when I go to a game on a Sunday and I only go to one or two games a year, like I want to be kind of loud and be a goofball. I'm not going to be super obnoxious or anything, but I'm going to be loud. And I feel like uh, so in that Cincinnati game that we were at, you know, oh, we God. had a, you know, had, I'm sorry, we have to relive this for a second, but you know, we had a great first half, and things are looking awesome. You know, Jakeem Grant has that punt return right before halftime, and you know, I'm, I got my swag on and stuff, and then you know, things just melt down in the fourth quarter, and people are coming up to me like, "Oh, hey, yeah, you don't have much to say now." It's like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not trying to be confrontational, being loud. I'm just being loud, so. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Fans rude to you there at, during the game? Like, did fans, because they said stuff to me, like they were mad, but then when they started winning, oh, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they all felt vindicated and everything. You know, yeah. if anything, the shoe was on the other foot and they were the ones running their mouths and being like deliberate. I wasn't, you know, I had some kids next to me. And it's not like I was dropping F bombs or something. You know, I'm just hooting and hollering like most. I don't know, drunk 14-year-olds would be. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. 
Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void where prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Anyway, I, just, I, want, I want to get your thoughts on something a little more serious, and that's the quarterback battle, Kat. Do you have... Oh, jeez. I mean, I, I, I know you just want what's best for the team, but do you, based on what you've seen this season and just kind of your read on the team, do you think there's a better starting quarterback? I mean... If I'm being completely honest, I'm like, there's a part of me that's like all aboard that let's just wait for 2021 and get that Trevor Lawrence train. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am all aboard that train. I'm just, and I'm that person. I love Tannehill. I try, I was rooting for him till, oh my gosh, I loved his spirit. He really like still wish him best. I mean, he put in work for us. It just didn't work out. I just don't see what everyone I, – I guess I just don't see what everyone sees in Josh Rosen yet. Or mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, like, I know how – do I see his name right? How, yeah, how, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Douchebag, whatever. I, I mean, follow him on Twitter. Like, he – you know, he is our <laughs> one. He is the chosen quarterback. I dare not say anything negative because, you know, he's the chosen <laughs> one. I don't, I don't see it. Like, I just – I don't know. There, I'm, maybe it's the Tannehill part, having him for so long, and everyone was like, well, you know, his, our O-line was bad. That's what I feel like everyone's saying about this one is like, well, the offense, you know, he had a bad offensive line with his previous team. His coaching team was bad. Well, yeah, we, Tannehill pr- pretty much the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, I'm like, I just don't – I'm not quick. I'm not one of those fans that's mad that, Fitzpatrick might be the starting quarterback. I'm like, well, A, we have no protection back there. And I don't know if um, our, yeah. we have this whole new coaching staff, and I, there's a part of me that's thinking, I don't know if they want to come in and go, yes, we got this really cheap quarterback. Yes, it's cheap. If he turns out to be amazing, bless us, because he was cheap for these next few years. Mm-hmm. But I don't think our new staff is going to be like, yeah, we got the quarterback of the future. It's okay. Our O-line's going to be bad, but we're going to see how he pans out for the next two or three years. I don't see that happening. I think our guys are behind scenes or watching them. If they don't feel a fit, I feel like we're going after another quarterback next year or we're drafting for the next year or two till we find one that fits. I just, I'm not sold on, I mean, Fitzpatrick's there just to get fans to come because he's, everyone knows who he is. Maybe he'll have a few good games. I think that's just to have someone. Um, but is frozen mm-hmm. the future type guy? Mm-hmm. I I I don't know. And you're allowed to say you don't care, you know? Like, it's there's a part of me that sees oh. if Ryan Fitzpatrick starts and maybe, you know, the whole plan all along with Josh Rosen is like, okay, we can, you know, it's a, we got a guy cheap, so he's kind of an ace up our sleeve. Um, we're able to see maybe later in the season, only give him a few games, and maybe that's enough to flip them for a better draft pick than we just invested because you know how quarterback starved the NFL is. So there's a part of me that almost wants to reduce Josh Rosen's window so he can kind of capture the bloodthirsty buyers in the NFL. And a way to do that is to just give them a little taste, give them a little appetizer. So if Ryan Fitzpatrick ends up starting, I don't necessarily think 
Josh Rosen's not going to play, and I don't think it's the end of the world either. But if we should go Josh Rosen, and he looked better in the preseason, don't get me wrong. So if we go Josh Rosen to start week one, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, we are going to still have plenty of options of whatever we want to do in the NFL draft in 2020, which is in Vegas. Any chance you're going to Vegas for the draft, cat? Well, I remember a <laughs> Twitter mentioned that we're all going, so I am all in if there's going to be some people going. Like, if I'm like, okay, people were meeting up for this draft, okay. I should have went to this one. It's like three hours from my house. But <laughs> not any locals want to go. And some other fans went. I'm like, nah. But Vegas? Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm all for doing this, like, could be like a late birthday celebration for me, kind of, because my birthday's like end of March, kind of a, right beginning of April. So I'm like, oh, it could be like a late birthday celebration slash it's Vegas. <laughs> slash, I know I could probably, probably get you in with the Pro Football Network, get you a taste testing or something. Um, I totally, oh yeah, especially depending on what's going on this year with like the quarterback situation and I really, I mean, I honestly, yeah, Dolphins could uh, steal the show, but I, you know, I mean, yeah, a lot, lot, yeah. lot left to be decided. Yeah, I agree. I just, I think I forgot, but I thought I read that there was some ex player that we had that mentioned like with the Dolphins, no matter what, so we have a franchise quarterback should be every year draft a quarterback. That should be a thing. Draft, use a draft pick, draft a quarterback, yeah. because we don't know if he's going to be the one draft a quarterback. So yeah, I'm like, Ooh, I might be there next year because Let's see who we're going to pick. It's going to be really exciting. <laughs> Kat, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Everybody stop what you're doing and follow this woman <laughs> at, at Kathleen underscore Noah. Real quick before we go, have you ever in your life, Kat, thought of being a pro wrestler and named your finishing move the Noah Constrictor? <laughs> no, I've been... <laughs> No, but now I'm like, oh, I'm intrigued. I mean, no. just, th just think of that, like, twisting choke move that you could do on them. Oh, man, that'd be so crafty. You now could wrap those white shorts around them. Right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I could totally do that. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Kat, I hope to see you on the road again and have a few more beers with you. And, again, thanks for joining us. Everybody, the flagship show is going to be – Dropping tomorrow, and roster cuts are due by 4 o'clock this Saturday. So we're going to have tons of roster movement. We're going to see the Dolphins active, looking and churning through all those roster cuts from other teams and seeing how we can kind of churn the bottom of the barrel and have the best kind of outlook going forward. Uh, with that being said, this is the end of this episode of Finsider Daily. Thanks for joining us. Take care, everybody. Be safe. We love you. Bye. That was Finsider Radio, part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one.
football team. We drink the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins.